Hey, I'm Michael and welcome to The Good People Effect. They say to grow, you must first surround yourself with the right people. Well, not everyone has access to the right people right now. So The Good People Effect is a podcast that surrounds you with these awesome humans to help you grow as a person. So ignite your sense of purpose, explore your inner creativity, follow that adventurous spirit and get motivated to start becoming the best version of you through a regular dose of The Good People Effect. Enjoy. Good People Effect, episode two. I've had a lot of awesome conversations with uh, some pretty cool people over the last couple of weeks for this podcast, but this one has to be one of my favorites. In this episode, I'll be talking to the beautiful Eden Violet about creativity, kindness, and a few other little sweet things. But first, I'd like to kick things off by playing you a short snippet of one of Eden's poems, Moonlit. Tonight I sit, bare-boned and moonlit. Turn outward toward the reflecting sun, I shout my defiance that I am change. I want to take this pre-teen bullshit nonsense. You know those lines and quotes that are just wrapped up in bitterness? That say never change, stay just the way you are. If you can't accept me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. I want to bury those words down into places only death can rest. To turn them back into nothingness so that in my mind, it's like they never existed in the first place. I want to grab myself by both shoulders, say stand up, be bolder and change. Always change. Forever be change. Unlearn and relearn and take what you knew about the world and turn it into change. Be better than you were yesterday. Be kinder than you were yesterday. Okay, so I'd like to introduce you to probably the loveliest person I know. She's huge on kindness, happiness, friendliness, cheesy TV and positive vibes. Eads runs a charity initiative with her brother Josh. And together, they do some pretty cool shit. So, um, Eads, tell us a little bit about uh, Little Foot & Co. We'll start there because I don't. I think that's probably a good spot. Okay. Uh, where do you want to start from the very beginning? Yeah. So, um, tell us what what Little Foot & Co. is and the reason kind of why you wanted to kind of okay. get off the ground. So, it initially just started as me and Josh wanting to get our friends together and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't start with the idea that it would be anything more than that. Um, so we did a trivia night and loved it and then just wanted to keep doing fun, creative things. And it just slowly built to the point where we were like, yeah, we want to do this. So what, what, is, what is Little Foot & Co? Just for people that don't, never heard of it before. Um, it's basically creative events uh, that we throw, that we hope people will connect and have fun and learn and grow from. Yeah. So we started just with our friends, but it, slowly just became bigger and we want to create those spaces for more people. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I remember I went to my first Little co- little Foot & Co event probably about two years ago. I think that's where we actually met. Yeah, and that was, was the first um, day we met. A conversation party. Yeah. So that's pretty much like how does that, how does that work? Okay. So this is like my favorite event, I reckon. Um, you pretty much just... Gather a bunch of people, yeah. whoever you want. It's my favorite event, by the way, as well. Um, <laughs> so, a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, gather a bunch of people. Uh, and they can be your friends or they can be people you've never met. So, the one, the first one that you went to, I didn't know you and I didn't know two other people who yeah. are now really good friends of mine. Yeah. Um, they were just friends of friends who were there. Uh, everyone there writes down a question or two and then you just sit in a circle and you pretty much just take out a question, read one at a time, go around the room. If you don't want to answer, you don't answer. Um, yeah, and then just kind of everyone has a chance to 
speak and answer the question and then you can continue that and make it um, a bit more of a discussion if you want. But it's just a different way of having a conversation with your friends or people that you don't know. Yeah. And it kind of like breaks down walls a bit because you're asking different questions. Yeah, for sure. And like in social circles kind of today when you're kind of hanging out with friends, it's pretty rare that you go around in the whole circle and everyone just has their peace and everyone just is just quiet and listens. And and even the questions that are asked. So people... Like that setting, you kind of ask philosophical questions or deep questions that you kind of, if you, some close friends that you have, you might just naturally have those conversations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, initially kind of when you're hanging out with someone, it's very like day to day kind of things. Yeah. Yeah, but these yeah. questions are quite, can be yeah, philosophical or really get you thinking. Um, I think it's a really cool way to meet people. Yeah. Like one of my really good friends, Jess, um, I met her first time at a conversation party, but it was interesting to meet her in that way. So I've never spoken to her before, seen her before, and then we're in the same room just having deep conversations with each other. Sure, you're finding out like a load of information about someone that you've just met for the first yeah. time. kind of in, in a- And like core kind of things about that person. Yeah. So you kind of, I think, uh, like what people do and like the things that they're interested in make that person, but it kind of... I think it's more so your like deep kind of philosophical ideas about yeah. the word make you who you are and how you react and do things in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're learning that straight up about a person, like what they really think about things, you kind of, yeah, you get on that deep level with that person, which might, if you met them normally, might take you a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah. Like, because you're not straight up having a deep conversation with someone. Usually on that level, it's kind of more surface based and that's just based on like the environment and how you're interacting so at a conversation party because it does bring bring down those walls because you are there with the idea that oh i'm gonna have deep conversation so it makes it a bit easier for sure yeah Yeah. that's that's the amazing thing about him and that was that was that was the best (laughs) thanks for like going through that um yeah I, i love even that you can you can hear you can kind of hear um all these things about all these people and their conversations that people kind of have in private and the beauty yeah, of those yeah. conversations aren't brought to light as much. But in that setting, kind of you get to hear all these awesome things and like you said, you yeah. learn a lot about people and it's cool that you can ask any question. You want. Yeah, and it's cool having that. Um, you can ask a question anonymously. So it's kind of you can write down whatever and I think the good thing about them is always like kind of this nice warm space, mm. um, like a comfortable space, but you don't have to answer yeah. questions. Yeah. It's kind of, you can just sit there and listen. And they always take a little bit of time to warm up. Yeah. So they kind of, people don't go into a lot of depth straight away. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's kind of, even if it's like with your I've closest, that, yeah, yeah. Even if it's with your closest friends, cause you're kind of having this, um, organized kind of dabble in a lot of different events mm-hmm. and see, uh, what spaces we do like being in and creating. Yeah. And so it's exciting because it's like, like we have this idea that we want to do a play. As a play. A, a play night where we want to have the Little Foot and Co crew will have a play and mm. then we want to have like eight, ten other people who have short plays. Yeah. It'll be a night of that. Um, but we've never done anything with plays. Yeah. It's kind of just this idea. Like I love plays and theatre and yeah. it's kind of like why not just try – and do something that's kind of make this other creative space that we've never been in, but we know we kind of want to be in it. Um, and it's kind of cool because we've never done anything like that, but we know why not just try 
I'm excited because? for this play night. Yeah. Just yeah. why not? Because it's something that you want to do. So yeah. And we want to do it. it so it's that other people who do want to do plays or like maybe have a short like 10-minute thing that they want to do, mm. there is a space for them or an opportunity for them to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, that's the idea of the night. And a lot of our events like the spoken word is kind of just giving people a space to be creative and do this thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I love yeah. about it. It is. It's. It's. That's pretty much what it is it's it's a platform yeah. for creative expression and i think because i I'm, I'm you know i'm a massive advocate of creative expression i believe that you know it could really help pe- younger people kind of yeah, yeah. just feel a little bit more the way they should rather than the way they're meant to yeah and i think the spaces that we create are quite uh this warm supportive like really good energy yeah like everyone it's really safe as well yeah like you can and, kind of yeah it's very safe yeah and yeah. i think everyone going is going in with the same kind of uh intentions and wanting to have that space like everyone that is going um is naturally going to be there with like a positive vibe yeah so that's why it's so positive and yeah. so supportive and the things that we're doing um i think create that a bit more so the spoken word People getting up and being really vulnerable. Yeah, I think everyone else there just kind of is uh, really aware of that. So they, you make that space more safe naturally. Yeah. Um, and the, so the same thing with the play. We want to do that, but it's just a different creative outlet. Um, and we've never done a play ourselves, but it's kind of like, why not try and do this thing that's creative that we haven't done? Yeah. Like we might not be good at it, but it would be fun to kind of do. And then yeah. at the same time, give a bunch of other people a space to do it. I feel like you guys, I mean, you guys kind of um, put a lot of work into these and they, they mm-hmm. come across as when, when you kind of go to one of these events, they yeah. come across as a little bit, I don't know, effortless almost. Like you guys, it just kind yeah. of works. And um, But I've kind of seen the other side to it and they do, there is the kind <laughs> yeah, of like a bit a, of work that goes into it. There is a lot of work and there's a lot of stress and there's, sure, yeah. uh, there's a lot of... Um, Anxiety. There's been a lot of learning uh, for me and Josh realizing how we work as people, um, and where our strengths are and where our weaknesses are. Because mm. we kind of first kind of few events we went into it, um, and uh, we stress ourselves out more by not being prepared enough or not organizing enough. And it's kind of just how we are as people. Like we kind of. That's just how we work. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of realized that that's what we're doing. And so we're like, we need to get a committee. We need people kind of around us that are going to be, who have skills that we don't have or who work differently than we do so we can get things done. And it's just, um, I forgot what. You've what got the those, but you've was. got, yeah, you've got those people around you. That was, yeah. that wasn't a question that one needs, but. <laughs> You've got those. You've got those people around you all the time. Yeah, so we already them. had them with us, but yeah. yeah, we kind of brought people on board. Yeah, that are, yeah, who all just happen to be our friends, but they're all. I think we've just naturally surrounded ourselves with those kind of people, so it just made sense that those people were yeah. part of this. But that's what makes it even more special. It's like everyone's a part of it. Everyone's having a good. Yeah, that's time. what we want. We want it to be good. everyone's kind of yeah in that little foot and co family. Yeah, and they're all, um, yeah, it can be equally involved yeah, yeah yeah and i don't think there was like there would be any way or in i don't think this would be even possible to kind of get this much going like that you guys have done and and like kind of put as much work into it as you have 
unless there was this strong passion behind it. Yeah and, yeah. and it's kind of like a passion to come up with what kind of event are we having next and a passion yeah. to like kind of do like, okay, let's do this and this is what I really want to do and we're going to do it and it's going to be so much fun and, and it's just kind of you find out a lot, like you said, find out a lot of pe- about people, a lot of creative expression and it's just fucking good times and I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I love about it. I feel um, like the events create a kind of this creative world at the yeah. time that you're in it. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm in this world currently. It's different from everything else that's going on yeah. in my life kind of. It's yeah. like I'm in this creative space for a little bit, but I feel like that's what all the events kind of... Yeah. What other... Yeah. So besides Little Foot & Co events, what mm-hmm. other like creative outlets do you have? Do you... Because um, I know you do some other stuff on the side, but like... So you you work as a tattoo artist, Yeah. Right? So I've been working as a tattoo artist for about three years. Yeah. Um, but I'm in an interesting spot because I'm about to finish that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's been my main creative outlet for three years, but it's also been my job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be an interesting kind of transition. For sure, yeah. Um, but I still, I, I think I always have to be doing something creative, so I'll still be painting. And Littlefoot Co. is a creative thing in itself, mm-hmm. um, and I'll still be drawing. I won't, like, not be able to be creative. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can't, you're not going to just stop being creative because you've left your job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just quite lucky that my job happened to be something creative. Yeah. So that was just a benefit that, um, yeah, that, that was my job yeah. as well. So how do you how do you think that, like, why do you think people um, enjoy creative expression so much? Why do you think they, like, get a lot out of it? Um, I feel like, well, for me. Yeah, what do you, um, how do you, why do you? I feel like it's it? a good way of expressing myself or expressing thoughts yeah or uh different ideas i feel like i express myself create like in a creative way best yeah. rather than um kind of like what we're saying about that sketching draw that sketching journal one time like you get yeah, to put yeah. everything that you're feeling out on this paper and whether it's writing or a journal or painting doesn't matter yeah it's yeah still that kind of um release of this kind of creative energy which is nice yeah. Yeah. And I think I um yeah, I express kind of thoughts and feelings and I think it's a good release. Yeah. To be creative. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's just how my mind is kind of it works in that way. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. This mm. is like um <laughs> yeah, making me feel like being more creative than I am and just kind of like partaking more things I want to do. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. that's it. yeah. You should always do that, right? Like you should always kind of um, not everyone is kind of creative, but I feel like everyone's, um, not everyone, sorry, expresses themselves creatively, yeah. but I think everyone is creative. Yeah, so, yeah. um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like more people should kind of, um, if they want to do something, just, just do it. And yeah. Not if really you have like an interest it. in it, um, yeah. like that's with the little foot and co things like spoken word, we'd yeah. never done it before. Yeah. Um, and we barely had ever written any poetry or done anything like that. It was kind of. Just we liked it yeah. and we thought it was cool. And it's kind of like, why not just try it? Um, and then when we tried it, we realized that we just loved it. Mm. Um, and I think we're very creative people. So it kind of came maybe a bit more naturally. Sure. Um, yeah. But I think you can be creative like in any way. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be like an art form yeah. to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. It's a good point. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a bit of a break now, and okay, um, cool. yeah, we'll be back shortly for more chats with Eads. Cool. 
Okay, we are back. We're back with Eads. Eads, how's it going? It's all right. It's going all right. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Okay. So, um, let's talk about Moonlit. So, that's a, that's your sp- spoken word poem mm-hmm. uh, that I played earlier, which I love, by the way. I thought it was incredible. I played my favorite part. Um, what would you say some po- positive things are um, that, you could, that people could start doing um, to make a positive change in their life? So, you spoke about change in the piece. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, what do you think some things that people could do to actually make a positive change would be? Um, I think a lot of it is uh, about the way you think about things. Okay. What do you, um, what do you mean? I think um, I think your things that you do and your actions, they're all thought-based and it's all uh, how you've been raised, what you kind of believe to be true. Yeah. And things like that. And that kind of dictates how you act sure. um, and how you feel about things. Yeah. And I think that changing the way you think about things can make your life a little easier. For sure. Or even being open to like change I think that's the way a, you think about a, things. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, like, I, I feel like if people start like kind of what we spoke about earlier, throwing themselves into more situations where they just feel like doing something intuitively and they yeah. just do it and they, and they kind of... Um, kind of do these things that they've been kind of putting off. I feel like just that in itself creates a positive change in people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I kind of want to talk about kindness with you, Eads, okay. because I know that your <laughs> Eads is big on kindness. Yeah, I love kindness. And she kind of radiates kindness. If, if you've ever been around Eads, you'll know this. She's just, a, mm. she's just a really kind of calm and kind person. So I want to know why Eads, why is yep. kindness kind of – or what relationship do you have with kindness? Um. Yeah, so I like love kindness. It's mm-hmm. something that I just, I don't know, I feel like that's uh, the leading thing in how I live my life. So th- every kind of action um, should be coming from kindness. Yeah. Um, but being consciously aware of that. So I think you can. most people are kind mm-hmm. and most people are good people or do good things. But I think... Uh, being kind is like a conscious choice. So you can think about it more um, and be more kind. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of a, it's kind of a little bit harder to be, to be kind because. Yeah. I think it's a strength sure, to be kind, sure. which it can be kind of looked upon as, I think like can be looked upon as kind of being weaker. Yeah. Um, but I think to be kind in a world that is unkind or being kind when you see things that are not kind, is a strength. Yeah. It can be a lot easier to be angry. Yeah. Or exactly, and you come to that kind of crossroad, and, and you start to become angry, and you realize, and you kind of you kind of kind of stop yourself and say, yeah. "Hey, wait a minute, like, relax. Like, yeah. What's the big deal? Like, at the yeah, end of yeah. the day, there's no big deal. Like, I feel like a lot of the time, especially in the world we live in, and so mm. fast paced and full on, things are kind of made to be a bigger deal than they really are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, I guess if more people kind of um, or if people just kind of made made that um, active choice in their minds to just kind of turn yeah. that moment around. And I think actively trying to be kind, mm-hmm. um, it lifts like a weight off you. Yeah, for sure. Like it can be hard at first, especially if you're uh, facing something that you feel is uh, it, like if it's a person. Have or you got like an example? Um. 
just like say, so I'm vegan mm. and being vegan is a conscious choice for me about mm. being kinder. Sure. Um, so growing up, I kind of just ate meat and I didn't really think about it because I wasn't really shown where my food was coming from. I never had that connect between I'm eating this animal is just an animal yeah. that's living and has its own kind of world. Sure, that was kind of hidden behind closed doors. Yeah, it wasn't a thing that was just, Yeah, it was just this is your food, eat your yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when I did find out about it, um, when I kind of, well, I was first kind of exposed to it when I found out Paul McCartney was vegetarian and because I love him, mm-hmm. it was the first time that someone in my kind of world, yeah, because he was, even though he's just a musician, he was in my world. He, he was, was your world. Eats. Yeah, at that point, <laughs> as a sixteen-year-old girl, just it was just yeah, yeah. he was kind of that. Um, and finding out that he was vegetarian, I was kind of like it was the first time someone in my life had been an influence in why are you not vegetarian yeah. kind of thing, which I had never like. I'd always loved animals, but it was something that I never connected with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. Found out he was vegetarian. I kind of just went, why am I not? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time I I guess I consciously chose to be kind or kinder. And it was just like the next day I was just like, I'm vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm only like six months off, like my 10 years of not eating meat, which is oh, really wow. cool. Yeah. yeah. So four months being vegan um, and nearly uh, four years being vegan, nearly 10 years of no meat. Yeah. Um, which has gone really quickly, which seemed like 10 years ago. Seems like a long time. But yeah. I feel like I've always been... That's just how I've always been. Yeah. Um, but that was definitely, yeah, a conscious choice into being kind. Yeah. And then from there, um, it was just, that was my mindset started to change. So from that point on, so you kind of yeah, became vegan th- and then you started adopting more of a kinder mindset day yeah, to day. I so think, the last 10 years has been Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think becoming vegetarian was uh, still very limited in mm-hmm how I was thinking about things. But then when I became vegan, it was another step because I knew um, where milk came from and I'd always had an issue with it. And I, again, had no one like really in my life that was vegetarian or vegan to kind of push me a bit more. Um, And then I met someone who was vegan um, and that kind of just exposed me to more things. And that was kind of a, uh, it was like a conscious choice to be, I want to be kinder and I know that, drinking milk mm-hmm. is like cruel to baby calves and definitely. to cows. Yeah, definitely. So I was like, I can't, I have to make that conscious choice of I'm going to be kinder. And if I'm going to approach everything with kindness, I can't keep drinking yeah, milk. Yeah, I can't just be kind kind in some ways and then at, in other times just ignore that calling for it. Yeah. yeah that makes and sense. even though it was kind of at that point, it was going to be a bit hard. Yeah. Because it was um, something I was just used to. Yeah. Um, and I knew that becoming... Like when I became vegetarian, it was kind of had family and stuff with that were kind of or didn't know about vegetarian food and sure. were very like, you're going to be sick, blah, 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 yeah. and really kind of against it. And then when I became yeah. vegan, um, it seemed like another issue. Um, it seemed like, yeah, it was a little bit of an issue. Sure. But then now uh, I think the majority of people that I'm surrounded by yeah. are either vegetarian or vegan. It's yeah. totally been like a trickle where... Um, someone influenced me and then yeah. I kind of uh, exposed someone else to a different way of thinking and that's just kind of then they do the same thing. Yeah. So um, So more and more people have kind of, you've kind of spread that kind of, um, I don't know, that kindness throughout other people have kind of adopted. Yeah, and then they've own. all had that similar, uh, yeah, like Liam, my younger brother, sure. he was vegetarian and 
um, had been trying for a while to be, be vegan and we'd mm. been a few of us who were already vegan were trying to push him along that. Yeah. Um, and then he went and saw Cowspiracy at the Asta with a bunch of vegans yeah. and some people talking and then leaving the cinema, he was like, I have to make that choice. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of, uh, it was kind of cool seeing it in him because that had happened to me. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people watch these kind of shows or these, um, these documentaries mm. and they kind of see things that they don't, they don't necessarily, or they might think might be true, but they don't necessarily have never seen it before. Yeah, they yeah. never be confronted with it. And I, I know a lot of people that have changed um, their their diet habits yeah, or their yeah. eating habits just from watching these shows because they're yeah, kind of like now to, yeah. that I know it I can't really go back and not like kind of unsee yeah. it and I can't really keep doing what I'm doing I'm going to change my habits even in a yeah. small way um, because you know I I feel like I should be doing better and I feel like that is that's kind of like um, not only kindness but it's kind of like a commitment and ten yeah, years yeah. is pretty impressive because. That's kind of like a commitment that you've held strong on for 10 years. Yeah. And obviously, a bit like we said earlier, like um, kindness and just um, habits and, and mind frames become easier over time. Yeah. So definitely you get to a point where it's not like a conscious choice anymore. It's kind of like, this is just how I want to live in the world. And it becomes effortless. Yeah. So especially becoming vegan was like, it felt like giving up something. Yeah. Um, but then quickly it was like, this is the type of person I've like grown in this way and this is the yeah. type of person I want to be. Um, yeah. How do you, how do you think people can kind of be more kind? Cause I feel like um, going vegan right away is quite an yeah. extreme thing to do. Um, but I mean, there's heaps of ways, even small ways people can kind of um, practice kindness and, and, and positive. Yeah. I positivity. think just kind of being open to changing. Yeah. So. Um, and in, I, in whichever way it is. I yeah. Mean, whatever it way be, it is like, it yeah. doesn't have to be about being vegan, being sure. vegetarian, but it's kind of, um, I, th- I guess if, you, if you're just talking about kindness and if you think about uh, acting in a kind way. So yeah. if you're approached by any situation, so it can be like uh, approaching situations with people. Mm-hmm. So uh, trying to, I guess, if you're dealing with an un- unkind person, for me, my thought is always to be kind in return rather than um kind of mirroring them yeah, yeah and i think one it's because i have no idea what's led this person to this point sure. yeah. um i've so no putting I- that back onto them wouldn't do any kind of yeah good i don't know assumptions. yeah i don't know what they've been through i don't know uh the way they think or um even if i do know the person it's some kind of there's a situation um i'm not that person mm. so uh i don't know their world, so I don't know, like their internal world. So yeah, I don't know you don't how know like pe- what they're going through. You don't know what they've been yeah. through even that day. Like you, they could be something really intense going on, and and for yeah, you to you kind have, of yeah. give them back or or kind of um yeah mirror their kind of negativity, it it probably wouldn't do them very good, especially if they're yeah. even if they were a friend, but especially anyone. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you have no idea what yeah anyone's yeah. life or their world is like. Yeah, um, and I think. I think it's only a negative thing to both if you, if I was to act unkindly mm-hmm. or if I was to, um, yeah, act with anger. I think it only kind of is, yeah, it's not good for either, either of you. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it benefits the situation. Yeah. And I think it can take a lot more, uh, like strength to be kind, yeah. especially if you're, uh, in a situation where you feel, if, 
yeah, in a situation where you feel like uh, that that person is being unkind to you, yeah, especially or if in someone's the wrong, pushing your or, buttons, or or if yeah, like, yeah, or if they're just kind of like so in the wrong and they don't realize it, and you kind of yeah, there's there's moments inside inside all of us that kind of you just kind of go. You rage a little bit, or yeah, you might, yeah. yeah, you might not, you know, you might want to kind of say something, but you kind of know that, um, you know, that if you if you if you remain kind of kind and you, you make sure at those moments you make the right choice, then obviously more positive energy will come your way. It's it's kind of yeah, like a, a bit of an indirect karma in a way. Um, yeah, and and at the end of the day, they're gonna feel a lot better for it. You're gonna, everyone's gonna win. Yeah, and yeah. even if you do approach it with kindness, and it doesn't that person doesn't isn't open to you yeah at least there's not that there's not two lots of like negative energy going out there's just that one and i think it uh that applies to strangers um or people that you kind of know but i think even your closest friends or people who are connected to your closest friends Mm. um that if you're if you i think if you close yourself off to people if they're treating you badly or uh, unkindly, I I think if you close yourself off to uh, that person and like kind of say like letting that pushing that person away in a way because if they're treating you poorly, I think that limits what you could learn from that person or your future relationship with the, with that person. Sure, and I don't think it means that you just let people kind of treat you badly. Definitely not. Yeah, I think uh, it's if you can treat that person with kindness or you can kind of uh treat that whole situation with kindness um it can like change the outcome of it dramatically yeah 100 percent. it should yeah. change it from you know being this really full-on negative thing even yeah. like kind of growing because it all spirals right so if yeah. you're positive that positivity grows even if that person leaves that interaction maybe like an hour later it might affect them they might think you know yeah, what yeah. maybe you know, the way she was approaching it was kind of right and, and is, or that person, whoever it is, was quite nice about it. Maybe I was kind of a bit too, you know, and they kind of... Yeah, yeah. And, and even if you don't even know this person, so even if you're kind of on the street, even if you're buying, you know, um, a coffee and the person hands it to you and, and she's quite new at her job and she spills it on you, for example. Yeah. Hypothetical story. You're yeah. going to you're gonna be like, um, you're going to be so much, like, it's going to be so much better for everyone if you're just kind to them. And even if you're yeah, never exactly. going to see her again or have any other interaction, it's yeah. just... Because I always, like, there's situations like, say, like that, where people mm. just instantly react with annoyance yeah, and, like, anger. Yeah. And it only is uh, negative to you and yeah. to that person. Whereas there's nothing you can do to change what just occurred. Yeah. Um, and like you said, in that if it was that particular situation... It'd just be like, oh, that's the worst, but okay. Yeah. Just, and it just... Shit happens, yeah. right? It's like, it's like, fuck, that sucks, but shit happens. Yeah. What do you do? And like, I don't know, I don't enjoy seeing those moments. I, you know, you kind of come across those moments sometimes. Yeah. And even you as like, you know, a third party to this whole situation. Yeah, yeah. You kind of, part, you're a passerby, but you still encounter these um, people being so annoyed about this, so like really kind of things that are ridiculously... Yeah unimportant yeah um and it's kind of it's kind of like you you feel kind of bad for them because you you know that yeah. these people can't be really totally happy inside because yeah there's a kind of sadness yeah. when people act and it affects you as way. well it's yeah. like see how it spreads it spreads to someone that's just passing by for 10 seconds like imagine that person that's it's directed to how they feel and imagine how you feel afterwards you're still unhappy about it and all you really need to do is just think to yourself <laughs> and flick that switch because it's a choice yeah that's a choice yeah 
yeah, I don't, sorry, I'm a bit passionate yeah, about this. But. Cool. Yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, seeing other people, if other people act with anger or that yeah. annoyance, yeah. Um, it's kind of a bit, yeah, a sad feeling because it's uh, like how have you gotten to this point in your life where these things make you angry mm-hmm. and why do you have so much anger? Mm. Um, and it could be like you said before that they're just having a bad day. Yeah. Like that could just be yeah, part knows? of it or it could be part of their character and the way they deal with things. Yeah. Um, and so I think acting the same way back is only negative. So it's Definitely. like conscious choice of yeah. being kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if that kindness means just kind of leaving the situation, yeah. not making it escalate or yeah, anything. Definitely. But yeah, I'm big on like energy. So I think if that person's putting out that negative energy and you do too, that's sure. only, that's just too negative. Yeah. And even if you can put out kind of a positive energy, that might change how they're feeling. Yeah. And that's great. But if not, at least you don't have. Uh, Exactly. At least it's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Two kind of lots of really bad energy, kind of. Yeah, it just makes you both parties worse off. Yeah. Which is not good. Not good at all. And when you say energy, I kind of think of it like I get what you're saying. I kind of think of it in it in 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 a way in a way of energy as well, but just in a different in different kind of setting or context. So I kind of see it as like momentum. So it's kind of like. Even with everything we've spoken about through, with creative expression, with kindness, um, everything that we've kind of covered, and I think a lot of things in life are like this, uh, you kind of you kind of gain a bit of momentum the more you do something. So yeah, you, definitely. The more you kind of makes me have it. So if I'm annoyed every single time a little thing kind of gets to me, that's going to build negative momentum. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably why. Like some people probably been doing this for like, you know, five, ten years. And yeah. Just so, it's just so ingrained in their behavior. And I feel like... Just, just by saying one time, you know, I'm not going to get annoyed by this. It's like that thing. It's like, how big is the problem really? Yeah. You know, and you start thinking about that and you start thinking about, you know, real, real problems in the world today. And it's kind of like, this is nothing. Yeah. There's like, like gives a fuck? yeah. Yeah. Like most things, I think that comes back to uh, being grateful as well. I yeah. think yeah. that's a big part of my life is trying to consciously be grateful all the time yeah um which i am grateful all the time but being aware of my how grateful i am yeah, yeah. um so if little things do go badly it's kind of like okay but what are all the positives that are going on yeah and like, sometimes that's harder to do than others oh times. yeah definitely you know sometimes it's like you just like the worst thing in the world's happened or for you it seems that way and it's kind of like okay well now how how can i be grateful like i'm, I'm so yeah, upset yeah. but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like that, that kind of gratitude pulls you out of that. Yeah, and you're definitely going to have moments where uh, that sadness or that whatever's going on is just going to overwhelm you yeah. and take over. But it's kind of knowing that it's going to pass. And I think, yeah, just changing the way you think about and actually actively trying to um, when you don't, if you're in that kind of, slump or something bad's really happened and kind of it's easy just to be consumed by it um so i i think trying to change the way you think and be like i think being conscious about what you're grateful for just kind of instantly or i know for me instantly makes me feel better it works it's just it works and it's mostly for me the people that i'm surrounded by yeah so if something bad happens i'm kind of like i'm just surrounded by like the best brothers the greatest friends and it's kind of like nothing is ever going to 
go poorly yeah. for me because I'm yeah. surrounded by uh, the best people. So, what would you say to someone that's maybe not surrounded by those people? How could they kind of pass this or, or get through it? You I, know? Th- I think another thing for me as well is that connection to the earth and connection to everything else around you. Mm-hmm. So, I think even if you're feeling maybe that you are slightly alone or you don't have that network around you, um, the earth, you're just like this part of the earth and everything in it is you and you're connected to everything. Yeah. Um, you're yeah. not separate from everyone else and you're not like you are, but you're not in a way. Yeah. You're, you belong to like nature and you belong, you do belong, even if you don't have those people around you. Yeah. Um, you belong in this world. And I think thinking about that, like connecting with like, a tree or like an animal yeah. and seeing yourself in it. It's kind of like, I do belong. I'm not entirely alone. I totally agree with that. I totally agree that, you you know, you're kind of, everything is connected in some way yeah. and it's in, it's in a way that's kind of little inexplicable. Like you, you just don't know how it works, but every, yeah. you, you feel kind of so connected. And there, there, there are times when you kind of, I don't know, you could be kind of like, you know, looking at it on a beautiful view of, of something really sweet or, you could just be kind of, um, you know, hanging out by a tree, like you said, in the shade yeah. of a tree. And you just kind of feel nice if you recognize those moments. Yeah. And, and knowing that kind of, you know, um, there are so many people out in the world that, you know, you're yet to meet or yet to encounter. So many friends are yet to, yet to make. Yeah, and, yeah, and there's so definitely. many potential and possibility for, you know, all these awesome things that happen in your life. Um, and that there's a lot more to come, you know. It's never kind of quite over. So it's kind of like... Um, sometimes it might feel like it is, but I feel like if people just keep that in mind, it might see them through, even if they don't, they don't think they have an immediate support group. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's, it comes back to kind of how you're thinking about things, yeah. but it can be hard. It can be really hard to bring yourself out of that. Definitely, and especially yeah. if you're not surrounded by those people, it can be like insanely hard yeah. to be positive or, yeah. um, that kind of thing. But I'd say like on the other side of it is... For the people who do have that around you, um, seek out the people who don't. Mm-hmm. So uh, tr- I guess it comes back to trying to be more kind. Like there's so many people who don't have that. Um, and I think that's why we kind of do Little Foot & Co. Because mm-hmm. we're trying to do create space where people can be comfortable and have yeah. some sort of belonging. Maybe yeah. if they don't have that with their like actual intermediate people Definitely. in their lives. So if... Um, if someone wanted to find out a bit more about Littlefoot & Co, mm-hmm. how would they do that, Eats? Uh, you can go on to Facebook yeah. and just look up Littlefoot & Co. And we're on Instagram as well. Um, okay. But that's where we kind of post all our events. And, and you can find out what's coming up from there. And- yeah, and we have a website too. And that kind of has a bit more information about us and what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and there's like videos and photos. So you can yeah. kind of see a bit more. I think visually it's you can see more and you'll be like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully this podcast goes well and hopefully yeah. uh, a few more people <laughs> come down to Littlefoot and Co. But uh, yeah, that was Eats. Thanks for the chat, Eats. Thanks for having me. Um, that was cool. Yeah. Cheers for tuning in to episode two of The Good People Effect. Hope you had a good time. I know I did. Uh, if you felt like you got something out of it, please leave a review or subscribe. Uh, tell some friends and family about it. Hopefully, they can get something out of the show as well. If you want some more information about Littlefoot & Co., just visit goodpeopleeffect.com and check out the show notes section there. 
show notes section there. Wow, bit of a tongue twister. But yeah, check that out um, for some more information on Littlefoot and Co and how you can get involved. Next episode coming up will be with Adventure Man Dan, crazy cliff diver from Hawaii, jumps off cliffs, does like triple backflips off these cliffs. He's just crazy, films the content, travels around the world. Cool guy. Uh, Be sure to tune in. But yeah, until next time, take it easy.